Hi, I'm Joseph McClendon III, and welcome to the Cure for the Common Life podcast. Listen, you know as well as I do that motivation, empowerment, and inspirational stories, they're all well and good, but that's not what keeps us going. That's not what's going to change your life, and that's not what's going to move the needle in your health, your wealth, your happiness, your abundance, or your ability to be able to help other people and make a difference. What keeps us going, what produces results in our lives is activity, not action, activity. And when you can get yourself past the things that stop you and hold you back, that's when you'll thrive and that's when you'll crush it. And I humbly offer you these tools and strategies to kick your own ass and make the changes so that you can thrive. But most of all, I'm going to give you something every single time that you can do to create a change in yourself. Life is exactly what you dare to make it and fortune favors the bold, baby. So if you're ready, let's bold. Hi, and welcome to the Cure for the Common Life podcast. I'm Joseph McClendon III, and it is my privilege to be your guide, your host, and with your permission, maybe even your co-pilot on this leg of this magnificent journey called our lives. <laughs> and I know that might sound bold and flamboyant, but if you hang with me, I promise you I'm going to drop some truth bombs on you that are going to help you level up and go further faster, if that's what you want. And even though I might not know you personally yet, I do know this about you. For you to listen and to seek out something called the cure for the common life, there's something calling you inside. There's something calling you to be, do, and have more than you already are. And by the way, just so we know, this is episode number one. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how this thing came about, why I'm doing this, and really what you can expect from this podcast, kind of the promise of this podcast. And I'll share with you a little bit about myself kind of what qualifies me to even be hollering at you this way. But before we get started, I want to thank you from my heart for the gift of your time, your energy, your efforts, and most of all, your trust. I don't take that lightly. And like I said, this is episode number one, and the date is April the 9th. So whenever you're listening to this somewhere in the future, you look back on these times, at the very least, you're going to say, those were interesting times. And if we're still in it, and even if you're not, I want to ask up front, how you doing? You know, how you doing with everything that's going on? How did you make it through to where you are right now? Is your heart good? Is your head good? I hope it is. Because if you're here right now, that's what we're all about. That's part of the promise of the cure for the common life. So as we get started, I want to make sure something that I'm not throwing anybody under the bus or casting any shade on anybody's life or anybody's lifestyle. Because there's nothing wrong with being common. There's nothing wrong with having a common life if that's what you want. If that's what you want, if that's what you're happy with, and that's what you aspire to be, then step off and keep on stepping. But like, as I said before, my guess is, is that you want more. And so I humbly offer you some tips, some strategies, some tools, some processes, and my experiences, and to introduce you to some of my friends and my mentors to help you do just that, go further, faster. Which brings me to this point. <laughs> To be honest with you, truth be told, I started to make this podcast almost a year and a half ago. Well, actually, almost two years ago. Yes, I procrastinated. And I procrastinated because the idea of doing this came to me as a request and prodding by my friends and my family and my team. They kept telling me, Joseph, you should make a podcast. You should share this stuff. And I always told them the same thing. Yeah, I want to do it. It makes sense. Yes, I want to do it. But my challenge was this. I travel a lot, or at least I did before all this stuff started. 
at the risk of sounding arrogant, I'm in front of easily 10 to 15 and sometimes 20,000 people every month. And I'm at no shortage of being able to do the thing that I'm passionate about. And I'm passionate about it because I made a promise to somebody many years ago when I was quite young. You may or may not know this, but there was a time in my life that I was homeless. And I was homeless not because I had a bad upbringing or a bad family. I was homeless because when I was 17, actually 17 and a half, three grown men tried to take my life because of the color of my skin. And they left me for dead. And there were a lot of things that happened, and it left me really emotionally destroyed. I was at the point in my life that I was suicidal. I didn't know what to do. I felt worthless. I felt like if they could do that to me, then there was something wrong with me. And what changed my life, at the bottom of my life, was somebody cared for me, and somebody cared about me, somebody that I didn't even know. Somebody gave me a book and almost insisted that I read it. The book was called Think and Grow Rich. And if you've read it, then you got to read it again. I read the book every year from the time I was 19 until I was 30 years old. But I'll share with you, I read that book, and I always tell people, I did the exercises in the book, and it changed my life. I'll talk more about that later. But the promise that I made was when I went back to the gentleman that gave me the book, and I asked him, I thanked him, I said, listen, man, you changed my life. What can I do for you? How do I repay you? And what he said to me, I'll never forget it. He said, Joseph, how you repay me is you do the same thing that I've done for you for as many people as you possibly can in any way that you can for the rest of your life. And I took that to heart. And that is my passion. And that was a promise to him. And so that's what I do when I have the privilege of being in front of all these people and talking and doing all that. It's, it's, it looks glamorous and everything, but it's me fulfilling that promise. And it is my heart to do so, and that's why I'm here right now. But here's the interesting thing. January 15th, 2020, was my last gig, was the last time I spoke in front of people. Now, I'm out, like I said, every month. I travel internationally all over the place. But because of the virus and the quarantining, that got shut down. And I have not been on the road. Let's see, there's uh, four events now, large events, that I have not done since then. And don't get me wrong, I'll talk to you about this and how you can do it as well, but I'm enjoying my time here. And as you look back, if this is sometime in the future and you look back, you got to ask yourself, what did you do? How did you enjoy your time? And I'm enjoying my time, but there was something inside of me that was pulling because I'm not fulfilling that promise, because I'm not fulfilling my passion. And it's not because I need to be in front of people. It's not about the fame. It's not about any of that stuff. As a matter of fact, I'm actually enjoying being here. But I realized I am not sharing those gifts, those strategies, those things that were given to me, and I'm not being able to help people do that. And so when I sat down and I started to look at it, and I got to talking to my friend Michelle Sorrow, who has been my guide through a lot of this, one of my mentors through this, and Jenny, and we sat down and started doing this. And so that's what brings me here to be doing this. So that's why I get to share this with you and help you do the same thing. Because I always say, you know, it's not what you know, it's not what you learn, it's what you do and what you teach to other people. So what my encouragement to you is, is every single event, I'm going to give you something that you can do that you can get a result. And I also give you permission to share this with other people, and I encourage you to do so as well. Now, a little bit about my background. I, um, by profession, I'm what's called a neuropsychologist. I help people get over fears and phobias and emotional challenges that hinder their lives. I had a practice in Los Angeles for many, many years 
And that was my thing. You come in here and you got a fear of dogs, you're going to hold a puppy at the end. But I'm a neuropsychologist. And what that means is, is we all, neuro, if you want to look at it, you want to think about a neuro are your five senses. And we all have five senses. And we all process through those senses because they're input senses. And some of us process, we see things first, and then we say something to ourselves, and then we feel something, and then some vice versa. And there are hundreds of different combinations of those. So as a neuropsychologist, I get to figure out what your combination is, and I have five different ways to interact in your world. See, in traditional psychology, we have one way, and that is just to talk to you. But as a neuropsychologist, I got five different ways. And obviously, this is a podcast, so you're listening to me, but I'm going to show you ways that you can interact with yourself, and you can figure yourself out, and you can do things to get results. And so I did that for many, many years. I helped people do that. But then my calling (laughs) to help as many people as I possibly can took me to a couple of places in my life that allowed me to be able to get out in front of people and do seminars and workshops and live interventions and live events and things like that. And I've had the privilege of working with a lot of people. And so by trade now, I'm what's known as an ultimate performance specialist, kind of a high-end life coach, if you will. I have the privilege of working with a lot of, let's just say, A-list people, Academy Award-winning movie stars and Grammy winners and major sports figures and you name it, anything in between millionaires and billionaires. And I share that stuff with you not to brag or to boast, but for three reasons. Number one, I don't teach theory. And what that means is I don't teach anything that I don't do myself. I'm not going to teach you or talk to you about anything that I've not done myself and that I've not produced results myself. And then secondly, I have some great, great mentors and great, great friends, because part of what this is going to be is not going to be just me yakking and teaching you stuff and telling you stuff. I'm going to bring into you my world. I'm going to share with you some people and their insights and their tips and their tools and their strategy, some amazing people that have gotten results. Some of them will be famous and some of them not so famous, but everybody has something valuable that they can teach. Everybody has something valuable that we can learn. And so my efforts are to do this. I have a saying, and the saying is that those of us that dare to dream while the rest of the world is having a nightmare, then we're not only going to inherit and create the abundance that we want for our lives, we're also going to be the beacons. We're also going to be the leaders that inspire other people, people around us, our friends, our family, and those that we have the privilege of touching their lives. We're going to inspire them to do more. And then together, we're all going to make a big difference. Because that's what it's going to take. It's not going to be just one person getting wealthy and one person, you know, getting the success. It's going to be those people, each one, reach one and teach one. And so my background has allowed me to live the life of my dreams. But I think the most important thing to me is to help other people live their life of their dreams as well. And so at the risk of sounding too noble or arrogant, I'm answering the call that's inside of me to do this. But my first question to you is, what is the call for you? What is calling inside of you? Now, that's a broad question because we all want a lot of stuff in all of the areas of our lives, all five areas of our lives. And again, we're going to get specific about that as we go on. But here's the next question. If you do know what you want, if you are fortunate enough or if you've done the work and you know what you want, the next question is, well, what stops you from getting it? What stops you from being able to attain the things or acquire the things or be the things that you want right now? And those are, these are rhetorical questions right now, but they're going to be answered later on. But like I said earlier, I don't know you personally, but I do know something about you. 
And you just got to take this that I'm about to share with you. Just take it as a truth bomb, if you will. And that is this, that you are magnificent. You truly are. You're amazing. You've probably lost sight of how amazing you are, but you truly are. It's inside of you. It came with the package called life. If you think about this, every single one of us are. You came into this world kicking and screaming, knowing that you were magnificent. Because at one point, your father and your mother gave a little tiny, tiny piece of themselves to create you. But you, the essence of you, is what made you who you are. That little sperm, that little egg, that one cell swam and swam and fought out of 300 million, depending on how excited your dad was, and out of however many hundreds of eggs that your mom had, you're the only one. And that union was 6 billion to 1 odds that you were going to get together. But you fought, and you swam, and you fought, and it didn't stop when that zygote happened. It didn't stop when the egg got fertilized, because when it did, two cells turned into four cells, and then four cells to eight cells, and then 16, and 30, and it just went on and on. But here's the thing that most people don't realize, that each time a cell splits, it creates another little life. It creates another little spark of energy, and it keeps on growing, and it keeps on fighting, and each cell that's inside of you is magnificent. And what that means is this, the essence Magnificence is magnifying the essence of who you are. So you're already magnificent, and I want you to get it that my job and that my outcome with all of this stuff, and it's my privilege to share with you how to magnify it even more. You're already there, how to magnify all of those cells that make up who you are, all of those beings that are inside of you, all of that electricity, all of that energy to help you go further faster. And if you're willing to step up to the plate and do some really simple things, then we're going to get some results. And so I honor you, I thank you, and I encourage you to allow yourself to be uncomfortable through this whole stuff. And what I mean by that is one of my mentors, I mentioned her before, Michelle Sorrow, has a saying, and that is that discomfort is the currency of growth. And what that means is when things are unbearable sometimes, when things are their hardest sometimes, that's when we grow. That's nature. That's the way that it is. You know, everything in life, just the way that we eliminate the waste from our bodies, it's pressure, 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 and then there's release, and then we grow. That's the way a plant grows. That's the way an animal grows. That's the way you grow. And so if I make you uncomfortable, if I piss you off, then I'm not going to apologize. I encourage you to step up, to step into it, because that's where you'll grow. And as you can probably tell, I get pretty intense about this. That's how I roll, but I encourage you to as well. And so whatever you want for your life, whatever changes that you want, This is not the place just to come to relax. This is not just the place to come and and learn some information. What I promise you is this. I'm going to give you stuff to do. every, And sometimes it's just stupid, simple stuff. But if you do it, you're going to get a result. And I should also tell you that I am more than unorthodox in the way that I work. And as you'll get from my friends and my mentors that I'm going to share with you, we're all unorthodox, meaning this is not the normal way of doing things. Because the normal way of doing things, you can get normal results. But if you do things differently, then you're going to get quicker results. And I always say the way that I work is this. Like I said, I'm a neuropsychologist, but I do things differently. If you come into my office and you got a fear of dogs, Take a guess what's going to be in my office. It's going to be a dog. And at the end of that session, you're going to hold that dog or you're going to love that dog. And the reason being, I want to make you uncomfortable so we can get past it. You can do things the slow way or you can do things the fast way. You can do things the hard way or you can do things the simple way. 
And so life is much simpler than we've been led to believe. And what that means is oftentimes we struggle over something. We can't figure something out. And then something comes along and it changes overnight. And all of a sudden you got it. Change can happen in an instant when you know how to do it and you know what to do. And so also, I want to tell you that this is not the end all and be all. And I don't know everything and I'm human and I still go through it as well. Matter of fact, I'm going through it now. This has been one of the hardest last 18 months of my life. Over these, I lost my father. I lost two members of my family. I lost some other friends, had my house broken into, had my house flooded, had a lot of stuff going on in my life. And quite honestly, it took its toll on me. It took a lot out of me. And I'm thankful that I have the people that are around me that, that help me. And I'm thankful that I have the tools and the skills that I'm going to teach you. And so everybody is better than me. That's why I look at it. Everybody is better than me at something. Everybody has a skill or profession or a talent better than I have. Everybody can do something better than me so I can learn something from somebody else, from everybody. So I'm not so arrogant to assume that everything that I say and everything that I teach you is the end all and be all and I know everything. It's not. I know what I'm good at. My profession is human beings. So I want to show you exactly how we function as human beings and how to use that information to get the very best out of ourselves. And then lastly, on that tip, on being unorthodox, sometimes if I suggest you to do something, if I tell you something or my mentors tell you to do something, it might not seem like that is the thing that is working on that very specific thing that you're thinking about. And what I mean by that is that it's kind of like wax on, wax off. You remember Karate Kid, you know, the, the karate instructor had the guy polishing his cars and waxing his cars, but the guy wanted to learn karate. And in the end, those moves of polishing the cars were actually karate moves. So he was learning it inadvertently. So sometimes I might suggest that you do something, write something down or to do something that might seem un entirely unrelated, but inside it'll be working with your brain. And your brain is the command center for everything. And that's what it's all about is changing your psychology. And so I'm going to give you your first thing that you can do, and it's going to be ridiculously simple, but I encourage you to do it. Whether you're listening to this now and we are still in the midst of the quarantine and the virus and all those things going on, and just so you know, this too shall pass. It truly will. We're human beings and human beings always, yes, always triumph. You know, I went outside a couple of days ago and I looked outside and I looked at how clear it is. I live in Los Angeles and from my house, I can see the ocean now. I can see all the way to Malibu, which is almost 35 miles away from me right now. I can see Catalina Island off the coast and I never could see it before, even after the rain because of the air pollution. But right now, what has happened because we have removed the human element, the air is cleaner. My saying is the planet is cleansing itself. And so if you're in the future, hopefully that lasted, you know, we got something from that. If you're listening to it right now, be aware of what's around. And so my assignment for you today, if you'll allow me to give you assignment, something that you can do is this. It's real simple. It's called count your blessings. And I know that sounds cliche, but I want you to get a journal. As a matter of fact, if you have the opportunity when you're listening to me, always write something down. And I want you to get a journal. And for the next five days... I want you to count your blessings. I want you to write down any and everything that is a blessing in your life, your children, your health. You know, if you don't have those things, then, you know, anything at all that you write down, the car that you have, the life that you get to live, any and everything. Let me get you a tip on this is that you will run out of stuff to do because most people will just think about all the great things. But you know what? A blessing in your life is that every day that you wake up on this side of the dirt is a blessing. 
the last person that you got to say hello to. You look around. Any and everything in your house that you have accumulated over the years is a blessing to you. And so all you, all you got to do is write for five minutes. That's all it is. Five minutes. Because as you get to know me, you'll know this, that the writing is the inviting, and the writing is actually rewiring your brain. Now, I'm going to talk to you a little bit later about what that's all about when I say rewiring your brain, because your brain is the command center, and everything that you've ever touched, tasted, smelled, experienced is in there. And all we're going to do is rewire it so that you have access to it, so that you can move it into other areas of your life as well. So... Here's what I want you to do. Now, I'm a big stickler on technology as well. So get your phone out. You can tell Siri to remind you to count your blessings. And that's it. That's all you got to do is write it down. Now, I promise you at the end of five days, there will be a little bit of a shift in you. And that's all we're talking about. And so listen, this episode, like I said, is my intro episode. This is episode number one. I can't wait to meet you. I can't wait to meet you. I can't wait to share with you my friends and my family and my mentors and my teachers and the people that I've had the privilege of interacting with throughout time and through life. And I can't wait to hear your success stories as well. So as I always say, remember, life is exactly what you dare to make it. And fortune favors the bold. And the trick to life is, to boldly step up and dare to make your life magnificent. I'm Joseph McClendon III. This has been The Cure for the Common Life, and I will see you at the top. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of The Cure for the Common Life podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review it on your favorite podcast player. And if you have any questions or comments or any topic ideas, you might want to be a guest on my show. You can reach me directly at josephmcclendon.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you at the top.